some think we're funny Most people don't know We're too old for this podcast Hello everyone, this is my very good buddy, Abby Barrett And this is my very good buddy, Brendan Boogie And this is We're Too Old for This Podcast Here's the concept Two best buddies, that's Abby and myself Watch buddy movies And then we compare the movie friendship to our own this week we are covering 2008's Step Brothers, starring John C. Riley and Will Ferrell. So this isn't just about friendship, Abby. This is about brotherhood. I know. I'm perfect for this podcast. <laughs> you are. You are, brother. I just turned into Hulk Hogan for a second there. <laughs> brother. Brother. You, you ever like uh, just start calling people brother for no reason? It's actually pretty fun. I don't do that. I mean, maybe you should. I guess. Just out in your life for the next, let's say, six months. Just every time you see someone and do a gravelly voice, be like, how's it going, brother? Do I need to know these people or can I do this to strangers? No, just who, who strangers, people you know, your family. Like I could do that to my mom. At, you see your mom, what's up, brother? What's up, brother? <laughs> yeah, exactly. How like are you? Mom, I think your mom would really be into that. I think she would. She was a huge Hulk Hogan fan. She Aren't we all? I mean... You know? What, with his casual racism and his not-at-all-casual racism? I don't know him at all, other than I use his gifts all the time. Oh, really? Because like there's the, anyway, some really good ones. Yeah, like Anyway Brother, here's Wonderwall or something like that. Isn't there one where he has a guitar and he's just yes. like, well, anyway, here's Wonderwall. <laughs> uh, yeah. The internet. Good good times. Internet good times. I'm, I'm, I'm up with the kids. I know what the yeah. kids, are, kids are doing with the memes and the, and the, the gifts. And the talk ticks and the... The, Chat the snaps and the hopping and, and the, the snappy rootin' tootin's snap, snappy snappy doodad. Mm-hmm. They love them doodads. <laughs> they do love them doodads. So before we get into the movie, maybe it would be helpful if people knew who we were. So why don't we introduce each other, as is our custom? Sure. My friend Brendan Boogie. He is an, a filmmaker, an animator, a music maker. Uh, the guy who um, washes your windshields when you're at the mm-hmm. stoplight. Right, you stop and I'm right there with You're squeegee. right there with sque- your master squeegee. I am a master squeegee. And um, all around nice fella. <laughs> Thank you, Abby. You're That's welcome. very uncharacteristically kind <laughs> I of I know. And this is Abby Barrett. She is a singer. She is a songwriter. She is a step ladder. <laughs> she hmm. is... A small bladder haver. Sure. Okay. And the rootinous tootinous varmint <laughs> east of tooth of consequences, New Mexico. Bang, 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 bang. <laughs> You're pretty rootin' and tootin'. I am pretty rootin' and tootin'. Sometimes I'm more rootin' than tootin'. <laughs> Depends on what. I, re- I remember sometimes I'll see you and I'll be like, you know, she's really rootin' right now. And then yeah. other times I'm like, you know what? She's really more tootin'. Oh, yeah. There's been some tootins. There's been some tootins. Mm-hmm. So why don't you toot your way through another one of your famous Abby Barrett recaps on the 2008 movie Step Brothers. I sure will. Um, So we have Dale and Brennan, uh, played by John C. Riley and Will Ferrell, respectively. And they're these two 40-year-olds who each live with their single parents, who are played by Richard Jenkins and Mary Steenburger. Um, Steenburgen. Steenburgen. Sorry. You know, I just went to Burger. You went to, yeah, you're I like, know. I'm a re- really love a Steenburger oh, yeah. right mm, now. That's so good. Isn't that what White Castle has? <laughs> yeah, it's exactly the Steenburger. Mm-hmm. Um, so their parents fall in love and they get married and then these two brothers are forced to live together and they are not happy about it. Hey, are you awake? Yeah. I just want you to know I hate you. And so does my dad. Well, that's fine. Because guess what? I hate you too. This house sucks ass. Well, the only reason you're living here is because me and my dad decided that your mom was really hot and maybe we should just both bang her. But y'all don't say that. Shut up. Wake up my dad and get me grounded. Just shut up. You and your mom are hillbillies. This is a house of learned doctors. You're not a doctor. You're a big, fat, curly-headed fuck. Comes to insults, big, fat, curly-headed fuck is pretty good. Yeah. Well, especially since w- Will has curly hair as well. Yeah, exactly. That's the great irony of it. <laughs> the they look kind of alike, which is the funny part. But like the 
I think with Will Ferrell, you're either just on board 100% with Will Ferrell or you can't stand it. I and disagree. I personally, oh, really? Interesting. Tell me. Because I'm, 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 I'm all in for Will Ferrell. He makes me laugh every single time. See, I'm, I'm not. But I also, but there are, like, I really like him a lot. Um, I think for certain movies, such as this one, I'm just not as in it as I would be, say, an elf. Where I just feel like he really embodies the character. Oh, see, I feel like everything he does, he is is the thing with him is he's just full commitment. Like he's just got that steely-eyed commitment. Like he's just dead serious about every ridiculous thing he's doing. And this this one really tickled my funny bone because um, again, you've got you don't you know you've got two forty year olds acting like they're twelve. And yeah. It makes me laugh. It yeah. makes me laugh, Abby. I think John C. Riley does a pretty good job embodying the character too. Like I, for some reason, yeah. I, oh, I find him great. more believable than I do Will Ferrell. Huh? I know we're gonna we're probably gonna get into an argument at some point. Interesting. There will be arguing, yeah. but but we you know it's this is they, they, they these two characters argue a lot, so it's fitting that you and I argue a lot. Yes, very true. Um, so after trying to ruin each other's lives for a while, Dale and Brennan are confronted with a common enemy who's played by um, Adam Scott, and this is Brennan's brother, Derek, who is a bigger jerk than either of them. <laughs> um, and after Dale punches Derek, Brennan finds a new respect for him. can't believe I've been living here for two weeks, and I'm walking around this place thinking I've got a huge doucher for a stepbrother. Secretly, you're not a doucher. Let's play a game, all right? Mm-hmm. On the count of three, name your favorite dinosaur. Don't even think about it. Just name it. Ready? One, two, three. Velociraptor. Favorite non-pornographic magazine to masturbate to. Good, Good housekeeping. housekeeping. If you were a chick, who's the one guy you would sleep with? John, John Samos. Samos. What? Did we just become best friends? Yup. Do you want to go do karate in the garage? Yup. <laughs> that is a great scene. Yup. <laughs> yup. And of course you got the hollow notes. Yeah, that, really <laughs> that kicks right in as they're doing karate. Seals the deal on that one. So what is your favorite non-pornographic magazine to masturbate to? Um, I think probably um, Yankee magazine. <laughs> Yankee? Right. <laughs> I, thought you, I thought you were going to go cat fancy. No. That's disgusting. Well you, well, you used to work for a magazine, the Martha Stewart magazine, right? I've worked, yeah, that, that among others, yes. Yeah. So do you think that maybe people ever pleasured themselves to a magazine that you made about Martha Stewart? I mean, I hope so if I'm doing my job right. <laughs> you know, I put in a lot of hours. Right. Yeah, exactly. So. But I mean, the thing, people will masturbate to anything. That's the thing you got to remember. I think, I think sometimes you forget that. Um, I personally forget that. <laughs> yes, I think yeah. you have. You forget <laughs> that sometimes the things you put out in the world, you're like, hey, someone's probably masturbating to this. Yeah, I think, yeah, I think more often, I think 90% of the time, whatever you put out there, somebody's going to masturbate to it. Do you think people masturbate to this podcast? I mean, why wouldn't they? I mean, seriously, imagine, I wonder if somebody right now is doing something, like, so let's say their kink is two people arguing about movies. Poorly. <laughs> and this is what they get off on. Wouldn't that, how would you feel about that? I think I'd want them to maybe write us an email. Yeah, that would be great. You know? if, if some, so if somebody out there has masturbated to this show. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, this is. Please get through your shame. Yep. And don't feel shame. Us. Don't feel shame. Don't feel any shame. No shame. Write us at we're too old pod at gmail.com and tell us why. Yeah. What is it about this show that causes you to flick the old noodle? Make sure you put um, masturbation in the subject line because that helps us get to the inbox <laughs> right, right exactly. away. That, exactly. Nothing yeah. ever gets filtered out with that. Exactly. Um, so Dale and Brennan are like, now they're, they're best friends, as they just said. Yup. <laughs> but their parents want to sell their house so they can sail around the world. Um, and they set up job interviews for both of them. And Dale and Brennan decide to wear tuxedos to one of them and interview <laughs> as a team. Well, Brennan, you certainly have had a lot of jobs. I'm a bit of a spark plug and a human resources lady. Oh, oh no, think- it, it's actually, it's Pam. I'm sorry. Well, Pam. No, my name is Pam. Are you saying Pan or Pam? I'm saying Pam. Yeah, I'm sorry. Who is this gentleman sitting behind you? Hello, Ms. Lady. I'm Dale. I'm Brennan's stepbrother. And I think I might be able to help with a Pan-Pam 
dilemma. Yeah, that'd be great. Pam. 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 With an There's M. There's a D on the end. There's no D. It's Pam. It's like calm. Here, it's P. P A N M. M. Two M's. M. That was the confusion. No, there's just one M. Okay, first of all, I needed someone to. Wait, shut your mouth. Shut, shut your, shut your mouth. I, oh, I, I think we've had enough here. Shut, shut for one second. Shut, 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 shut your mouth. I needed someone to. Wait, shut your mouth. Shut, shut your, shut your mouth. I'm sorry. What did you say? You're just coming off stupid. I'm coming off as stupid. You're wearing tuxedos to a job that requires you to clean bathrooms. Please leave this office. We're done with this interview. Do we get any sort of souvenir? <laughs> I love how oh, he's sitting behind him for some reason. <laughs> and then pops his head out the side. Oh, my God. Do you think I should come on your next job interview with you? Um, I don't think that that would help me. Really? Yeah. What, do you, what would you be like contributing? I mean, I feel like I would every time you you lied about yourself, yeah. I would I would immediately correct it and be like, no, she's she's actually not telling the truth right now. But that doesn't help me get the job, right? But it's but it's a it's a blow for the truth. Okay. And I think I think you lie too much on your resume. I think you you were not the assistant coach of the nineteen eighty champion NBA Lakers. That is not the truth. Yeah, you can't prove that that's not the truth. That is very easy to prove. I don't think so. It's quite easy. They didn't keep records back then, so. <laughs> That's it. 1980, they didn't keep no, records. No, I think they started that like 2003. But with, they kept records for everything? Yeah, everything. Like the, there were no records in human yeah. history until 2003. That's true. What happened before that? We don't know. It was um, an oral history, oral tradition. Oh, oral so history. So if you didn't tradition. have a story about the assistant coaches of the 1980s Lakers, you have no way of knowing who actually... It's true. Yeah. Well, I see. See, this is the moment where you would be you would be bullshitting like this in a job interview, mm-hmm. and I would step in and say she's lying. Yeah. don't hire her. So I guess my goal wouldn't be so much to help you get the job. Yeah, you're not as helping. It would be for integrity, like for in- integrity for integrity's sake. You okay. Know? Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, you're not invited to my next job interview. <laughs> Damn it! God, I thought that was gonna. Which was is gonna tomorrow, but it's for a baseball oh, sh- team. <laughs> <laughs> the Minnesota. Yeah, well, you got it. Linebackers. That's <laughs> not even the correct sport. I think it not is. Not even the correct sport. All right, so the job interviews don't go very well, obviously. And Dale mm. and Brennan decide that they're going to launch their own business called Prestige Worldwide. <laughs> and uh, they make a music video to attract investors, but end up destroying their dad's boat. And under pressure, their parents split up and sell the house because, you know, the kids are the worst. So Dale and Brennan blame each other and they sort of lead this leads into a fight and Dale thinks he's killed Brennan and tries to bury him in the front yard. <laughs> You're alive. Oh my god. I'm alive. You were dead. I saw you die. I was faking. I used ninja focus to slow my heart rate down. What are you doing? I'm burying you. You're waking the neighbors! No, Shut up! No! Now I'm gonna play your drum set. Close your eyes. Let the dirt just shower over you. This is your fault. I'm exhausted. I wanna sleep good tonight. Don't you touch my drum! Tommy! I like how so uh, you know you couldn't really hear it, but but you know Brendan buries Dale alive, and then yes. Dale climbs out like a zombie and attacks him. Yes, I just like how 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 casual they are with their extreme violence. I know that the, actually the burying alive scene like gave me legit like I was anxiety. Yeah, I was not a fan of that. You didn't enjoy that. Like I know it's supposed to be funny, but I was still like, oh my god. What about? Um, what about the scene where they fight all the children? I mean, that was awesome. Yeah, they just full out fight a bunch of children. Yeah. It was great. Children should be. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's what they deserve. Somebody said something. Uh, I saw this online, I think, and it was they need to come up with a slur for toddlers. <laughs> like in a street fight with a toddler, you like. Or, yeah, or just like something to call toddlers that's a slur. And then someone chimed in with like, in Danish or, or Welsh, or what, there's a word that roughly translated means shitlings. <laughs> oh, that's a good one. Why aren't we using that? So little shitlings. Yeah. 
diaper dumpers. I thought, yeah, I thought it was helpful. Yeah. I thought, I thought so. I, I really think we need to increase our hate towards children. I feel like that's a slur that I've used against you. Yeah, yeah. You've called me a shitling. Before. Yeah, yeah. When I, when I was a toddler, but we won't get into that. Well, yeah. That was just yesterday. When we were, when we were the original cast of Rugrats. <laughs> yes. When you and I. <laughs> Don't give away the, uh, how we met each other. Yeah, the origin was when we were in, oh, right. Yeah, we'll tell that next segment, but, uh. But we were, we, Abby and I originally were in Rugrats together, yes. the TV show, the we cartoon. Were. That's that's how we met. The documentary. The documentary Rugrats. So now their parents are split up and Dale and Brennan are forced to get real jobs. Um, so Brennan starts working for Derek's company and organizes the Catalina Wine Mixer, which fucking is Catalina wine a fucking mixer. big event, which he hopes will get their parents back together. But when the 80s Billy Joel cover band um, frontman has a meltdown... Brennan is forced to save the day by singing, and Dale joins him for a drum solo. Rock the fuck out of those drums, Dale! I'm sorry. Fucking Catalina wine mixer. Stop fucking Catalina wine mixer. <laughs> that is a line. I don't know about you, but that is a line that has worked its way into my life at times. Whenever anything exciting happens, he's just like, "It's the fucking Catalina wine mixer." I read that um, John C. Riley actually learned drums specifically for this movie and that for oh, that part. Nice. I read it well, online, so I'm pretty sure it's true. But probably true. Yeah. But but most importantly, what are your thoughts on 80s Billy Joel versus other era Billy Joel? I mean, that's sort of the only era of Billy Joel that's like moderately acceptable. I agree. I think it's the only stuff that's listenable because, you know, that's that's schmaltzy piano man shit in the seventies. And then he has a few good tunes, like Up Uptown Girl's not a bad tune, you know? It's all right. Yeah, I like that one. Great. It's not great, but it's 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 nice. But then you get into the River. Of Dr- I actually oh, bought the I River of Dreams song. album. You did? It. Yeah. Well, I was young. I liked that song. What year did that come I'm out? Like, it was like early 90s, I think. Okay. Let me take a look. Okay, you weren't that young. I was young enough. You were like, do I buy Nirvana's Nevermind or do I buy Billy Joel's In the Middle of the Night? 1993. So you would have been a sophomore. In high school. I would have been in high school, yes. yes. So I was still I was still a child. I was still a child. I think you were more of a theater kid than I was. Yeah, I, I think I had some friends that were that, that there were some friends that got me into some music and it was some music that I liked and still like. But like I was into like James Taylor and Paul Simon. Oh, and I love stuff those. Like that. Yeah. But then Billy Joel was sort of adjacent to that. Yeah. Um, and so I think he got kind of sucked into it. So I was like, yeah, I like this too. And then later on, I was just like, oh my God, no, I don't like this at all. I kind of hated Billy Joel. And I would say like, it's probably still 70% hate, but like listening to some of those earlier songs, like they're pretty good. Yeah. I just, I mean, I've saw, I've softened on all music really. Like I used to have such like a a hard stance on music I didn't like. And now I'm like, at the end of the day, who gives a shit? We're yeah. all going to die. The planet's on fire. All right. All right. Just like, back up a little bit. Okay. We can just not like the music. It's not because we're all about to die. And no, I mean, I think we all, we, we only have seven years to live. We know this. Right? Okay. Sure. But that means I definitely don't want to listen to Billy Joel. Yeah. But why bother getting mad at him is what I'm saying. I used to, when I was in my younger days, I used to get mad at stuff I didn't like. Oh, now, I see. Okay. Now I just say, ah, whatever. I'm going to die in seven years. It's going to be seven years for all of us. Is that because you watched years. the movie? The Ring? Oh, no, that was Seven Days. Sorry. <laughs> no, it's because I watched the movie Lord of the Rings. Oh. And, you know, why didn't they just take the birds the whole way? Anyway, um, so is there anything <laughs> it's else in the movie? Deep, deep cut. <laughs> anything else to the movie? No, that's how the movie ended. That's the movie. That's Step Brothers. Yeah. So, that w- thank you so much. <laughs> You're welcome. I did a good job. You did a really good job recapping Yay, that movie. Me. But in the next segment, we will compare Dale and Brennan's friendship to our own in a segment we're calling The Next Segment. Ooh, 
snappy. And you know when the next segment is coming? I think we're going to call it next. Next. Are friends better than buddies or buddies better than friends? What about pals? It's food for thought. So, Brendan, I've got some pretty exciting news. We have a new sponsor. Really? Yeah. Great. Tell me about it. Yeah, it's um, it's Abby's Crab Trap. It's just like a seafood restaurant chain. Our specialty is um, it's like, a, you know, when you like go out and pick strawberries and like you pick them. Yeah, yeah. So we actually have a situation where you catch them. Oh, wow. So you have like a big tank of crabs that people can like pick them? No, even better. We um, basically charter a boat and our guests can go out on the boat and catch their own crabs from the middle of the ocean. So the the restaurant customers come and you put them on a boat and send them to the middle of the ocean. Isn't that like really dangerous? I mean, yeah. I, I mean, sometimes there's storms. A few people have lost you know, maybe some limbs, but you've 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 had people at your restaurant l- lose limbs. Sure, I mean that's only natural with a new restaurant. Abby, have there been deaths? Yeah, like four or five. But again, new restaurant. We're just working out the kinks. So you want people to come eat at your restaurant where they're going to be sound out on a boat? Yes. During storms. Yes. And danger and possibly lose their life. Yes. And there have been a few lawsuits, which is really why we need sponsors. This is why we need real sponsors. Please like and subscribe, rate and review so we can get actual sponsors and get Abby out of this legal problem. Ladies night on Tuesday. I've got a friend in my buddy and my buddy's got a friend in me. Welcome back to We're Too Old for this podcast. My name is Abby Barrett. And I am Brendan Boogie, and we are talking about 2008's Step Brothers. So before we get into the movie, because this is a segment where we compare the movie Friendship to our own, maybe it would help people to know how it is that we met. So why don't you fill in the folks on how it is that we met, Abby? Yeah, um, like a lot of people don't know this, but we were actually um, born as twins. But we didn't (laughs) know that. So our parents got separated, um, Mm -hmm. and you know... Dad took you and mom took right. me. And then we ended up meeting, I think we were about 12 years old. What's weird is that we're identical twins too. That is strange because we yeah. don't look that much alike, but we are identical twins. We are identical twins. twins. And you and I hatched a plan to sort of trap our parents right. into getting back together. I remember that well. Yeah. And then they I remember it happened a, a few times. I think yeah. I think I remember it happened a few times. I think it happened in the sixties. Yep. And mm-hmm. then I think it I think it happened again in the nineties. Yeah, it did. The sixties one went better. It did go better. It, it sort of better. felt more original and more fresh. Yeah, more charming, I think. Yeah. I think the nineties one was kind of more of a retread of, you know. But very, still it was we lazy. lived it. It was lazy. Yeah. We, we lived it though. It was yeah. our lives. It was. Yeah. And that's the truthful story of how we met. That is the truth of how we met. We are identical twins. Identical twins that don't look Separated like. at birth. Yep. And tried to get our parents together. Yes. It's true. It's true, folks. You can't write this shit. No, you can't. Why would you want to? Why would you want to? You wouldn't. No, because it's not good. <laughs> <laughs> so the first question we always ask is, which one of us is the Dale and which one of us is the Brennan? What do I, you think? Oh, man, I have to go first. No, you don't have to. Okay. Well, do you have a do you have an idea? I think so. Okay. I think I think. Uh, well, first of all, I think this is tricky. Yes. Because the character's name is Brennan. Yes. And my name is Brendan, and I think oh. this is the closest we've ever come to having a m- character that is named. It's only one letter off. Yep. And so that w- you know, logic would state I'm the Brennan because in real life I'm the Brendan. Right. It's like Pam and Pan. Pan and Pam. Mm-hmm. It's just one letter off. It's very close. But I I feel like maybe I'm the Dale. Huh. Because I think Dale is a lot more aggressive. Okay. And is a lot is a little bit more and I think Brennan um is a uh cry little baby pants. Oh, I see so what So I would is say going. that that you are the Brennan and huh. I am the Dale. Are you are so is that your final answer? <laughs> That's going to be it, yep. Okay, interesting. <laughs> um, I don't even remember what I was going to say, but now I'm all now I'm all aggressive and heated up. Now you're all yeah. angry, yeah. 
I well, mean, that's I, the idea of this, of, of everything I say, is to get, it's to to get, irritate you. Get me mad. I think yeah. that... But for my amusement, I find it fun. Yeah. I mean, who's more likely to actually punch somebody in the face? I'm going to go ahead and say you. Right. Wouldn't that? I think that mm. would make me the Dale, right? That would make you the Dale, yeah. And I do cry more than you, probably. Probably. Like, way more. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> you, yeah. I think, you've, I think you've convinced me. I okay. think you're the Dale and I'm the Brendan, which lines up great because, again, once again, my name is Brendan. Yeah. And his name is Brennan. Uh, and it's just, it. you just, you just substitute that second N and you put a D in there and it's the same name. Oh, okay. Yes. Yeah. yes okay. Yes, yes. Sorry. Now you get yeah, it. I get it. Actually, I had to edit out five minutes of Abby just staring at me, working that out in her brain. So That's I edited really that out for your, for your, uh, the listeners, I mean, um, Listeners, for, for, for her pleasure. <laughs> this is why people masturbate to this podcast. That's true. It's, it's ribbed for your pleasure. Yes. What if... <laughs> Sorry, my voice did something crazy there. Um, one of the things about this movie is Dale and Brennan are both in sort of a perpetual arrested development. They're in their 40s, but they still like to do karate and, mm-hmm. you know... Uh, climb up a, in a tree fort and read you know pornographic magazines and, and they're basically really interested development yes is, do you have anything in your life that you, is sort of childlike that you still do or something that you you thought well an adult wouldn't normally do this but i still do it i mean does being a musician count um <laughs> <laughs> what you mean your entire life yeah, yeah does that count as arrested development I think in some way it is, but I think it's a little healthier than like having a tree fort and reading vintage hustlers. I mean, I think probably the thing that is most sort of that I do that maybe most adults my age don't do anymore is just like I will watch old 70s and early 80s shows. Like I like Mm -hmm. a good, I like a good, you know, Knight Rider car chase, Mm -hmm. right? that, That kind of stuff. So I don't know if that's, so you, that's bad necessarily, but well, no, it's no. Well, none of it's bad, but like the idea. So you kind of your sort of so it's is that a, do you do it for like nostalgia? Yeah, and I just kind of like it. Like I know they're not very good shows, but I they're still... not. When you look back on this stuff, like compared to the TV now, like TV oh, now yeah. is so good. And then you watch like an episode of like Murder She Wrote, which I know you're a big fan yeah, of, and yeah. I've, been, I've been rewatching lately. Um, is is just so badly done. You know, I wonder if part of it is the arrested development of not having to think too hard while watching these shows. Like it is, right. it, it is sort of like a security blanket. Turn off the brain and just kind of feel like you're a little kid, like again. a little the kid comfort. again. Yeah, comfort. Yeah. What about nice. you? Yeah, I have a lot of those those things. I think I watch a lot of cartoons. I think I I still watch uh, I still watch WWE, which has been something from my childhood. But you know, it, it's so funny. I w- I was. But I think our generation, in some ways, was the first generation that it was okay to continue to like do things like play video games through adulthood, right? Or have toys, or or you know, comic books and all that stuff. Like our parents didn't do any of that. God no. You know, yeah. our parents would never like sort of do do kid stuff. They were just very adult. But yeah. our generation sort of. We're the first one. We're like, yeah, we're just going to not stop doing that <laughs> through our adulthood, which in some ways is good because, you know, why would you stop doing something you like? Right. But I remember I remember, I was, and I think I may have told this before, but I remember I was in line. I think I was waiting for like Captain, the first like Captain America movie and I was all excited and I think I had a Captain America t-shirt and I think I, I turned to my friend and I said, you know, at my age, my grandfather had been to World War II. Yep. <laughs> you know? And here I am in line for a comic book movie, like excited, excited, like waiting in line. And it's just like, man, things have changed. Being an adult has really changed. I, yeah, I don't think my mom certainly would never, ever leave the house to run an errand wearing like leggings and Crocs. Right, You right. know, like she dresses like an adult human being. Right. And I think younger folks than us, like millennials and zillennials and the quadrillennials and the <laughs> quadrilateral, you know, all them, they're, they're even like more sort not to be like old man Brendan, but they're even more like they call doing regular things. They call it adulting. Yeah. 
and they're and they're very like oh my god i you know they they need a lot of support to do things that like our parents are like well yeah you just do that you just this do it something yeah. <laughs> you just something you need to like you don't choose you just do it i think the internet kind of made things weirdly harder in that like you know back in the day you would call somebody's house and speak to their parents in order to speak to them and and now the stuff is all so easy that when you when you have to do something a little bit harder outside your comfort zone, it just it becomes more difficult because I think basic everyday things oh, are actually really easy. Right. Like to the point where I find using the phone, it gives me anxiety where I don't think it did when I was a kid. Right. So you think because things are so much easier that the quote unquote adult things Things like, oh, getting an oil change or, you know, paying bills or, you know, all the things that just before just, yeah, you just have to do them. They, they're they harder for, for people who are used to easy. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, I what think so. Saying? Like if you like you're, um, you know, back in the day, like I remember doing my taxes on a paper form at some point. And right. It was super oh, complicated. Sure. And now it's just like every every little menial task still had a lot of effort behind it like like you say the oil change or um you know you got to go to the town clerk you know to get some right. sort of IRS document and now it's just like you know google this google that and you're kind of done so then when mm-hmm. you do have to do something that requires like putting on real pants and going to this is not a knock on their generation because they have so much right, other, right. other crap to deal with that like For i sure. no i'm absolutely not you know. knocking either it's it's just it's just different to me that like i see people sort of like celebrating things that for my parents would be like, well, you don't celebrate that. You just, you just do it. Yes. To do. Yeah. yeah. So again, I don't, I'm not saying that it is bad, but it's sort of just, a, it's been a real change. Yeah. And I think our generation is kind of in the middle of that. Yeah. Well, cause we're the generation that just like, I don't know, we're sort of checked out in a weird way. I, yeah. we're, we're the generation that like sits back and like watches. Yeah, you we're know? the generation that time forgot. Did time <laughs> wah, forget wah. us? Cue Nirvana song. Yeah, right. Yeah, by the way, Nirvana, not that good of a band. <sighs> you know what? All right. Well. They were they were fine. If he were still alive, you know, he, he would not, they would not be on the top, they wouldn't even be the top uh, Seattle band. I disagree. I mean, Dave Grohl's drumming sort of was kind of next Grohl's level. Dave Grohl's drumming is the only thing that's great the about The songwriting was okay great the songwriting was okay i think for their hit songs the songwriting was really good i think it was okay anyway. all right well why don't you go listen to piano man why don't you go listen to river of dreams <laughs> no speaking of music one of the things that brennan deals with is a fear of singing he's this amazing singer mm-hmm. <laughs> like like Fer- fergie meets jesus and uh, he's afraid to sing. Now, you are a singer. I yes. am a singer. We have yes. both sang in front of people, I'm going to say thousands of times. Would you say at this point, maybe thousands of times? You think? Okay. I mean, that oh. seems like a high number, but I don't really De- know. Definitely hundreds. Oh, yeah. Definitely hundreds. I mean, we're talking about our entire lives. Like, definitely yeah. hundreds, maybe in the thousands. Okay. Um, was there ever a time when you, well, do you still get nervous when you perform? Yeah, all the time. Really? Yeah. Every, every what, single show. You you still get nervous. That's interesting because mm-hmm. I stop I stopped getting nervous. Um, I'd say a few years into regular gigging, it did. I get I I wouldn't get excited. I think maybe it's it's the same thing, but I wouldn't I wouldn't like worry. I didn't have any anxiety about it. I think mine is it. I hate performing solo mainly because I get so nervous. With a band, it's a little bit different because it's like oh I'm on stage with my friends and mm-hmm. you know that's more that's also just more fun for me. But oh yeah, I recently did a solo gig i think i did four songs and i was just like petrified really even yeah. after all these years yeah i even like shat my you, pants a little you shat your pants <laughs> well i was gonna say you're 87 years old you've been doing this yes for six it's over six decades yeah and the idea that that's really interesting to me the idea that you would still get ner- is it just do you feel like it's just a body reaction or do you do you catastrophize what that something bad will happen no i think it's just a body reaction right I don't like I you know the worst case scenario is I have to be like sorry folks I can't do this and then I shat myself I shat myself again um so it's not that because the worst case scenario isn't that terrible it's like the body the body is just like fuck you fight or flight that's funny yeah Yeah. no that stopped happening happening to me maybe 
my first band maybe a few months into my first band and then i i just felt very i felt very calm and then yeah you know i'm just very lucky maybe i'm lucky i don't does know does it help that it, there's nobody in the audience when you perform? that helps a lot okay no, that helps a lot yeah. yeah yeah oh audience oh you're talking about gigs with audience yeah yeah like people actually oh, I, listening oh i wouldn't know about that yeah, i wouldn't know yeah, about that that's what i figured <laughs> so dale and brennan are step siblings um, it's funny cause we've, we've talked about this before, but, uh, my mother, her, her, again, for all you data miners out there, my yep. mother is a Barrett and, uh, she actually talked to you once and asked you like where your family was from and she does a lot of genealogy and there is a, at least a decent chance that you and I are related on some level, on some way. Yes, that is right. correct. And people have, have often commented that our relationship is sibling like. Yeah, there's the sort of the uh, name calling and mm-hmm. the rivalry, mm-hmm. um, the, you know, reading of each other's diaries, that kind of thing. Yeah. yeah. Right. You read my diary? Yeah, a few times. First of all, it's a journal. Oh, so sorry. <laughs> but how you have siblings, I have siblings. How are you as a sibling? I think I'm a good sibling. I'm the youngest, yeah. too, so I get okay. sort of a free pass on a lot of stuff. Really? You know, well, just, you know, in terms of, you know, my my older sister is definitely the sort of person who is like the plan maker and the, the organizer, the organizer. And, you know, she calls people and texts people. And, you know, I think my brother and I are less so. Mm-hmm. So what do you bring to the table as a sibling? I bring um, sarcasm and... Um, <laughs> Like that's it. Like that's a good thing. I, like think, that's a, I think. You know what we need more is, our, is sarcasm. <laughs> I don't know. I think I bring vitriol. I bring um, the perspective of of I don't know somebody who's you know I don't even know. I don't know what I bring. I guess I don't bring anything. <laughs> bring is that, are you happy what? now? <laughs> so happy. I made you question things, which is always always makes me happy. What about when you were a kid? What like what kind of sibling were you? I mean, again, like being the youngest. I was I was a little grouchy apparently. Hmm, grouchy. Yeah, especially after cartoons. I did not like when cartoons ended. Apparently, I turned Car- into a real asshole. <laughs> <laughs> you got your cigarette out. You when's fucking Woody Woodpecker coming on again? Bring him uh, back. I gotta wait twenty three hours for Woody Woodpecker. Bring that fucker back. Seriously. Um, you used to sm- smoke unfiltered Pall Malls. I did. When yeah, you well, were eight. I was a kid, that's important for your for healthy it growth. Is. Yeah, I don't know. How are you as a? You're like middle child, right? <sighs> I'm middle, and it's all boys. Um, so it is. I don't know. I I thought I was a good sibling, but I don't know. Have that, you have you learned something new? I mean, I th- I think that like my I think my older brother and I used to fight a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I think that was, you know, there was a lot of sort of. Uh, but I also I feel like I was the sort of. I was sort of the didn't I was the good one in the sense that like I didn't want anyone to break any rules. I okay. didn't, I wanted everything to like sort you know I had to get perfect grades. I had to do all that stuff. So I think that was probably annoying to my siblings. I see. Okay. Who both were more kind of uh, just regular kids, whereas I was I had this like per- stupid perfectionist thing. And yeah, I bet you I was annoying. I and, and apparently I still am. Do you want me to weigh in on that? Or? <laughs> My um, sister and my brother would do um, psychological experiments on me, though. I'm not sure if this is oh, a really? typical thing where, like, my sister would play piano. And as, like, a three-year-old, I would – she would have been 13. She would play something happy and I would dance around. And then she would, like, play something loud and scary to see if mm. I would start crying, which I would. Mm. So I don't know if you're – did you guys do psychological experiments on each other? No, we were t- – th- we didn't have that kind of an age gap. So, oh, that's like, true. We, yeah. we were pretty close in age. We were only a couple of years apart. Um, so we were sort of peers versus uh, – yeah, which I think a lot of – that was a lot of the problem. Yeah, like, that's we a lot. We school together at the same time and, you know. Um, but I actually found this quiz oh. about how – it basically it's a quiz designed to say how you would be as a sibling to me. Okay. Would you like to take the quiz, Abby? Yeah, I think that would okay. be very enlightening. Okay, so um, here is the first question of the sibling quiz. So you, you just got to go with me on these. You are my older sibling, and I am born. And you okay. were born or boring? I'm, I'm just born. Okay. Your first reaction when you see me for the first time is, shit, this little fucker is going to take half my Cheetos for the rest of my life. Mm-hmm. 
Ah, this little fucker looks fucking adorable. Mm-hmm. Sweet, with his tiny hands, I could train him to steal Cheetos from vending machines. Mm. Or, I am the Highlander, it's him or me, there can be only one. Hmm. I think that I would probably be psyched for your little hands to steal some Cheetos. To steal Cheetos, yeah. yeah. That's that's one of the fun things you can do in, with, the, with a younger sibling, is like get them to do stuff that they yeah. don't know any better. That's yeah, nice. I did a did a little bit of that. Mm-hmm. You 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 never had the the uh, you never had the joy of a younger sibling. No, I just was the person. I was the sibling doing all that. You stuff. You were the sibling just doing all that stuff. Yeah. Hey, go go go! And in then that getting room in trouble. Thing. Yeah, right, mm-hmm. right. You didn't know. All right, so we're gonna fast forward. Now we're in middle school. Okay. You see your little brother Brendan getting bullied in gym class. Mm-hmm. Okay. Do you? Uh, run over and distract the bullies with your walking into the wind mime routine. Mm-hmm. Do you yell, kick him in the knees, this is weak spot. <laughs> do you pull the fire alarm and yell, oh my God, we're all going to die. Or do you use the distraction to plant heroin on the gym teacher and then dime him out to the feds? Wow. All right. Um, that seems a little extreme. Mm-hmm. What was the first one? Run over and distract the bullies with your walking into the wind mime routine. I think that would probably be the one I would choose. Your your mime work in middle school it, was fearless. Yeah, I mean, it I studied without with the peer. Marcel Marceau. You did, you know, method. You did. You were miming. Quite, quite you were quite the mime as I as, was. A, as a as a tween. <laughs> the tween mimer. You were the tween mimer. Mm-hmm. Okay, so fast forward again. Okay. We're about we're about to go to college, but our parents tell us the bad news. We only have enough money for one of you to go. Mm. Do you say, you go, Brendan. I'm not interested in beer and sexual awakenings anyway. <laughs> Do you make your case that I'm a natural failure and our parents' tuition would be wasted on a dullard like me? Uh-huh. Do you propose we both go to college by pretending to be identical twins so we each get half an education? <gasps> uh-huh. Or do you steal the tuition money, go to Atlantic City, and put it all on black, baby? Oh, shit. Um, I do like the identical twin thing because it's worked before. Too. It has worked before. Yeah, I think I'm going to go with that. Yeah, I think that's a good one, too. Yeah. We each get ha- we, we each, we're each half educated. Yeah, and you'd like, I'll take some English classes, you take some history classes or whatever you like to take. Cool. We'll, each be, we'll each have half a degree and be half an idiot. Yep. I mean, we already are. That's true. All right, fast forward again. I'm getting married, and I ask you to be my best man. Mm-hmm. Do you say, eh, I think I'm busy rotating my alpacas at my alpaca farm that day? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you spend the next 45 minutes trying to convince me I shouldn't get married because I still technically have an outside shot at nailing Eric Estrada? Oh, yeah. Do you marry my wife before me just because you hate it when I do things first? Uh-huh. Or do you say yes and then spend the entire wedding objecting? Because come on, who doesn't love objecting at a wedding? Yeah, that's a good one. Um, I think I'm probably going to go with the um, objecting. Objecting. Mostly because yeah. it's funny and I liked, would like to be disruptive. I once was at my friend's wedding and he knows how much I've always wanted to object to a wedding. And they very rarely have the line yeah they don't do that anymore anymore. but it was down in the islands it was in the dominican republic and so someone says if anyone object and my friend from the altar turned to me and gave me the no 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 (laughs) sign because he knew i wanted to do it so bad but he just turned to me his way he's like don't do it i mean if he was a true friend he would have let you do it he would have let me do it and let me object to his and if she was a you know the one for him she would have exactly i think it would have worked out fine i think it would have been a hilarious story they tell their child yes and then finally, we're both unemployed in our 40s, living in our parents' house. Mm-hmm. They give us an ultimatum. We have 30 days to get out. Do you, A, burn the house down because if we can't live there, nobody can? Mm-hmm. Start a lucrative website called brendansnightterrors.com where you live stream me screaming in my sleep. Uh-huh. Send me out for bagels and then change the lock so I can't get back in. And then you wear a fake mustache when I come back and convince me I have the wrong address. <laughs> Those are my three options? Or oh. do nothing. It got us this far, so why mess with success? Mm. Well, I don't want to do the bagel one because I would want those bagels. Right. So yeah. you locking would, you, you out is just, just silly. Yeah. It's silly. Exactly. What was option B again? 
uh, the Brendan's Night Terrors dot com. Yeah, where that's you what live, I'm doing. Live stream me screaming. Yes. Yeah. Well, it's very lucrative. It's very yeah. lucrative. I mean, and, you know, maybe there's going to be a little of night peeing in there as well. There should be. There should be. You could do a another another site where it's just exclusively about my night peeing. Yes, <laughs> all your night ailments. Well, that's the quiz. That's the quiz. Yes. All right. Well, it sounds like I, I'm a pretty good sibling. I think it, I think we learned a lot about what you would be like as a sibling. Yeah. And also what Dale and Brennan, I think we really have an idea now of who has the better friendship. Oh, you think so? I think we're close. Okay. But we still have this break to kind of figure it out because up next is the verdict. It's Bud Plugs, where Abby and I plug our shit. On March 24th, Abby Barrett will be playing with her amazing band of misfits. They're not really that much of misfits, but I get to call them that because I love them. But uh, Abby Barrett's band will be playing March 24th at the Burren in historic Somerville, Massachusetts. It's I don't I won't tell you what Somerville is historic for, but you should see Abby Barrett's band at the Burren on the 24th. My Substack, brendanboogie.substack.com, is still going strong. Thanks for all the subscribers but i could always use more so go ahead and subscribe and free or paid and get some laughs i don't care for your pay it doesn't matter to me and this has been bud plugs buddies are like assholes everyone should have one welcome back and it is verdict time this is a segment of the show where we determine who has the better friendship abby and brendan or dale and brendan Brendan. whoa okay (laughs) This is, I knew this was going to be a problem when we had, an, had a character named Brennan. And once again, my name is Brendan. Oh. <laughs> again. Okay. Okay. That, 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 I that time it. I yeah. edited out 10 minutes yeah. of Abby yeah. just staring at me I while mean, she figured it out. I mean, it's a real thinker. And I weirdly, I, I, I smelled wood burning while you were thinking. That was very yeah. strange. There's an odor when you think. There's a log in my head that spins around. So when we, I, I will say that I watched this with my partner, Dahlia. Um, I watched Step Brothers with her, and she said, this is the relationship that is closest to you two. Really? And she said, and that is not a good thing. <laughs> oh, man. I want, I want to know more about that. I know. Uh, I, 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 I cried. So, yeah. again, because I'm Brennan, and I'm the crier. Yes, you are. So, I mean, I think this is a tough one, but who, who, what do you think? Do you have an idea of who has the better friendship? I mean... I'm going to think out loud here, but I think it's... Please. Just, just, you know, just use the space. I'm just going to... Explore gonna, the space. I just, just got to get comfortable. Yeah. You know, really stretch it's out like here. It's like jazz. When you do this segment, it's like jazz, baby. Oh, it really baby. is. It's just like acid jazz. I think that it's hard because their relationship is so, like, all or nothing. Right. You know, and it's so based on outside factors, like, rather than just kind of really working through shit. But, like, with that said, like... You know, they were ready to, like, do a business together. Right. You know, they they are ready to kind of fight for each other. They're, they're ready to, like, beat up some small children. Right. You know, for together. each other. Um, exactly. So I think in the end... So are you saying you wouldn't hit a child for me? Yes, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> Thank God, because I have been undercover for Child Protective Services, and it was a test, and you passed, Abby <sighs> yes, Barrett. Yes, Here's your baby. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's not what I ordered. <laughs> um, I think in the end, we do not have as good as a friendship as they do. Interesting. Did I say wow. go out there? I did not think it was going to go in that direction. Okay. I think that like the all or nothing thing is important. They also have like a brotherly bond and their family. Right. I mean, I right. guess we are technically family too, but. Right. You know. More distant family. Yeah. We're like, you know. Unless our parents start fucking each other. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Because they are both still fertile. What? <laughs> what? I don't know. I'm going to go ahead and disagree I with you this time, Abby. I knew you were just doing it to disagree with me. I am not. Just... I genuinely am not. Because I think I agree. I mean, it was tough because I think I do agree that when they decide they're best friends, they're they're made for each other. And they yes. sort of found each other and like... They're made for each other. They also almost kill each other. That's true. And I feel like they're so violent that, and they're just so impulsive and so immature that the friendship is just too explosive. Okay. And I feel like you and I, even though we're roughly the same age as Dale and Brennan, yeah. um, I think our level of maturity allows us 
nuances in friendship. We allow ourselves to hurt. We can be mad at each other. Mm -hmm. We can fight. We can argue, which we do every week. Mm -hmm. Yes. And you have never, as of yet, hit me over the head with a symbol. That you remember. Yes. That I that I remember. Yes. Wait, wait a minute. Don't worry about it. Wait a minute. You you did you, Yeah, no, you hit me and I lost my memory and then you hit me again and I got it back. Yeah, but and then, then you hit me You've hit me an odd number of times with a I symbol, have. haven't you? Thereby you do not remember. Right. Okay, I don't remember. Good, yeah. good. Good yeah, logic. Yeah. Good logic. <laughs> I mean, you're right. They do kind of also bring they are both successful when they're apart. Yes, they do best when they're apart. And um, and I think maybe, I don't know if they mature by the end of the movie, but they certainly, it becomes more sustainable, although really it's all the other people around them say, no, you go ahead, continue to be children. Yes, yeah. Right, even the therapist. Okay, I think I might, I, can I switch my verdict? You can switch, you you've, can switch You've back. convinced me. I, I love it. I love it when I convince you of yeah. things. Okay. It happens so rarely. It does. But we agree. We have the better friendship than Dale and Brennan from Step Brothers. But the, that leaves one question, Abby. What's the difference between Brennan and Brendan? It's just a D. It's just a D or an N. That one we solved several segments ago. Mm, I don't remember that. <laughs> well, it's because I hit you with a symbol a few times. Oh. No, the thing we have to do now, the thing that the question. <laughs> <laughs> What's happening? The question that we have to answer is, what if we were Dale and Brent? What Dale and Brendan? <laughs> what if What if we were Dale and Brendan? What if we were Dale and Brendan? Okay, let's find out. Let's find out. Okay. Baron and Boogie reenact a scene from a motion picture, but change the words a little bit. Let's play a game. On the count of three, name your favorite dinosaur. One, two, Three. Triceratops. Brachiosaurus? They're tall, like me. Okay, okay. Favorite amendment to the Constitution. One, two, three. Thirty-fourth. What is the thirty-fourth amendment? It states that no sitting member of Congress can make fun of my back hair. That is not a real amendment. Oh, well, look at you, Miss Constitutional Lawyer. I didn't know I was in the presence of Kojak himself. Kojak was a detective, not a lawyer, you moron. You know what? Let's do one more. And this is really the most important one. Who's your favorite podcast partner? One, two, three. Abby, Abby Barrett. Barrett. What? You can't say yourself. You're not your own partner. Aren't I, though? Aren't I? <sighs> Fine. You want to do karate in the garage? Yup. You'll wear something to cover up your back hair, right? That's unconstitutional. You are literally breaking the Constitution right now. The Constitutional Police are going to come after you. There's no such thing as the Constitutional Police. <laughs> Constitutional Police, stop right there. Shit! Run! Hey, buddies. If you like what you hear, please follow us at We're Too Old Pod on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, um, Friendster. I think our GeoCities is probably still up and running. If you have an idea for a movie you'd like us to talk about, or if you're a sponsor that wants to offer us some of that sweet, sweet podcast money, email us at we'retooldpod at gmail.com or just look out the window because Abby and I are out there. We're watching you right now. And don't forget to like and subscribe. Thanks, buddies.